Hello. Hello! Welcome to Sit for a Spell, a podcast where we discuss the lore, the traditions, and modern practices of the occult. Learn alongside us as we explore the many ways the witches of today observe their craft. So grab your book of shadows, light your candles. It's time to Sit for a Spell. Hello. Hello. Welcome back to Sit for a Spell podcast. I'm James. And I'm Jess. And we made it back. We're here. Welcome. Um, We had a re-release last week because uh, it's the beginning of the school year. (laughs) And I'm a a mom and Jess is a mom and a teacher. Mm -hmm. So she's got double duty there. Pandemonium over here. Some days, some weeks we just need a little extra. Yeah. So thank you for uh, your your understanding. We never get like any... Nobody ever says anything when we have a re-release, but I'm sure. No. I'm sure people get annoyed, but nobody ever says anything. Well, and they always release the ones that have been, like, it's been a while, like the first yeah. couple months. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So, Hopefully yeah. you enjoyed that one. It was a good one. But we're back with something brand new this week, so James that'll be fun. doesn't even know what we're talking about. <laughs> I don't. She told me what she was doing, and then literally right now she's like, I changed it up, and I'm going to surprise you i'm like yeah. okay well i'll tell you after our usual introductory everybody banner. else knows because it's in the title oh yeah but james doesn't know <laughs> but i don't know so you all are special in the past i don't know well i guess it's how things know that's how things usually work right yeah. <laughs> that's not that scary mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man oh man but, anyways <laughs> talking about scary Aren't you listening to a new podcast that has to do with something scary? I am, and I do. What a segue. What a, <laughs> look at 9.24 a.m. on a Sunday, and on I a am Sunday. about it today. Two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> We're right back in it. <laughs> um, I have. So I've been, like, literally nonstop listening to this podcast called Too Scary, Didn't Watch. It's three friends and three girlfriends what's that oh it's my cat getting into my bathroom cabinets hold on a second that's scary (laughs) okay having this cat is like having a toddler that never grows up because she (laughs) i literally had to put baby proofing on my cabinets and my drawers in my bathroom because she will pull she'll open them and pull everything out of there she is clever she is i don't know what she's doing she's mad now no she's, she's over there trying to open it again so you might hear some <laughs> banging in the background that's her trying to open the cabinets yeah, it's not a ghost it's a cat it's, yeah um so the podcast too scary didn't watch it's three friends and um they usually have a guest i'm only about halfway through so they're i think they are like in I think they just entered October 2020. So side note, one of my favorite things now is to like listen to podcasts that began before 2020 (laughs) and hear them like have to go through the transition. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I just think it's so interesting because it'll be like one episode's like, okay, yeah, perfect. blah 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 blah, And then the next episode, they're like, well, this happened. Things are crazy like hearing their thoughts on it it's just so interesting there's been like three or four that i've 
gone through and you hear that transition and I'm like, yeah, we all, we went through the same thing. Yeah. We all did. Anywho, they are, like I said, three friends. They usually have a guest. Um, Sometimes they don't now that they're, they're in quarantine, but usually one of the friends will watch a scary movie and describe it to the other two. So Mm. it's like the two friends are like too scared to watch scary movies. Yeah. And then the one friend is brave. She calls herself brave. She's like, I'm brave. Her name is Sammy. And, um, she will usually be the one to watch the scary movie and be like, okay, so this is what happens. It opens on this. And like, she'll literally just go through the whole movie, but it's so fun to, to listen to the other two. They're like, Oh my God. Oh. Like just, <laughs> just being described to It's so funny. <laughs> and I love horror. Yeah. I love scary movies. And I think I've only come across one movie that I haven't seen yet. Oh. So it's kind of like hearing friends d- talk about, some of your favorite scary movies and then getting uh, suggestions for scary movies. Yeah. Which is cool. But is cool. I really like it. It's really easy to listen to. It's really fun. And um, I really want to be on it now. Hmm. Like, I want to be, I want to be a guest. Yeah. Reach out. Listeners help, help me get on this podcast. Because <laughs> 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 Jess and I love scary movies. We do. Yeah. And they I talk mean, about, listen to they this. talk about like astrology and they did the craft. Oh, once. nice. And then they were like, we're witches too. Like that's how it works. Right. Like we're witches. And I wanted to reach out and be like, yes, that's how it works. <laughs> Come on our podcast. <laughs> oh, we should do like a tradesies. Let's do tradesies. <gasps> Oh my we gosh. Like, uh, oh, there's like that scary movie, like the Hansel and Gretel witch movie. Yeah. Okay, which, well, I really want to do Shutter Island because it has a really good twist. It does. So I want to hear like their reactions to it. But anything. I just think it would be really fun. They always just seem like they have a good time. So Nice. Reach out. It's called Too, Too Scary Didn't Watch. We will tag them. Uh, on Instagram, and we will put their podcast in our show notes. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Um, let's see what else is going on. Today is August 22nd. It's full moon. Um, oh, I was like, <laughs> I was about to be like, it's not August, it's October. No. <laughs> it's not October. <laughs> Wishful thinking. Um, I, thought, I thought it was October. Southern California, it's a gorgeous view of the moon. Very low, very creamy-colored, beautiful. So if you did full moon things tonight, I hope it all went well in your endeavor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Even if you just go look at it through a window. Put your crystals out. Put a water bottle on your windowsill. Yeah. Magic. Magic. Easy. Yeah. Who said it was hard? Or if you just like lay in bed and look at the moon. Mm-hmm. Magic. Magic. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. You're a witch. <laughs> I still have that. You're a witch. You're a witch. <laughs> <laughs> I love that person. <laughs> love it. Oh my God. Oh. Okay. So tell me, I can't take it anymore. Tell me the surprise. Oh, it's totally not a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I wanted to do something. Well, this is how my brain works. 
I wanted to do something fun and quick because I knew we were recording this Sunday morning and I have like a lot of stuff to do today, right? And I did my research yesterday because I have a five-month-old and I'm a teacher. So, of course, I did. And mm-hmm. um, I was like, well, I'll do this. And then I started it. And I was like, this is taking forever. <laughs> and then instead <laughs> of just sticking to that one and the research I had already done, I was like, well, I'll do this other one because it's probably going to be way shorter. But then, of course, with me, it's not. Nothing is short. <laughs> so... <laughs> Whatever. Today we're talking about the legend of Bloody Mary. <gasps> Yay! Yay! That's so cool. I'm surprised we haven't done this I'm yet. I'm surprised we haven't done it either because oh gosh. even though it's an urban legend, supposedly, allegedly. Supposedly. Okay, you try um, it and see. There's a lot of links to historical women. Um, mm. who Mary could possibly be, but then it's also the whole thing is divination. It's yeah. mirror screaming. So, um, yeah, I know nothing about the background of this. Well, I just know how to do it. So I'm very today. excited. You will today. Uh, so let's talk how about sources. Uh, how Stuff Works, which is an amazing podcast if you just want to listen to random things. Um mm. Wikipedia, Smithsonian Magazine, and PsychicRevelation.com. Very cool. Those are sources. So, I mean, if you are of the female persuasion who went to a slumber party anywhere from like 1985 to 1998, (laughs) you probably did the Bloody Mary thing in the Mm -hmm. bathroom at like 9 p.m. and like Mm -hmm. screeched like a banshee. And you're like long t-shirt PJs. And then the parents were just like rolling their eyes like annoyed that they agreed to a sleepover. And we all have done this. We've all done it. And I'm wondering if boys do it. Yeah, I don't. I have no idea. If I you meant to ask my husband, who was sitting next to me the whole time I was doing this, and I never asked him, and now he's still asleep because I don't know. Do they have their own thing? I don't know. Like, is there a diff? Because I specifically do remember it being like a girl's thing. Or like it's a girl's thing. Well, because we would do it. Yeah. We would do it even in the bathroom at school. Yes, and there. So yes, so there's a lot of links between specifically doing it at school. Um. And then links of doing it in your own home in, like, very specific locations, right? So mm-hmm. we'll, get into that, we'll get into the history, but... Well, let us know. If you were raised a boy and you were raised, like, amongst other boys, yeah. did you guys do this? Like, or did you have something else that you did? Yeah. Yeah. That's, I never thought about that. And so, I mean, the ritual of it is at the base, right? You go into either a bathroom... Um, that has mirrors or you're holding a a pocket mirror or whatever kind of mirror and Mm -hmm. um, in the traditional sense you're supposed to have a candle but I know in modern Mm -hmm. sense it was flashlights you're not allowed to have open flame Mm. yeah we had a flashlight which I'm surprised about because I did this plenty of times in the early 90s and I don't think parents would have bat an eye if we had a candle running around the house it would have been just no. <laughs> That's true. You need more. I definitely um, more lit my way. brother's bed on fire more than once. <laughs> so, for trying to be a baby witch. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, they wouldn't have cared. But, anyways, you go into one of these 
locations, you have a mirror, a mirror, you need a mirror and you can either be facing forward or you could be turned around and you say the Bloody Mary three times, right? Or 13 Mm. times I've seen, or you say, um, trigger warning for this one about babies, but you could say, um, I think it was like Bloody Mary, I killed your baby, like come find me. Which oh no. I've never heard that one. No, I Ew. will not. No, thank you. So rude. Um, but so the historical purpose of this kind of like ranges from this tradition where girls would have a pocket mirror, have a candle. You would put the mirror up, and you would kind of try to like look behind using another mirror, right? So two mm-hmm. mirrors, and then you focused on the flame in the reflections right that was bouncing off the reflections and you were supposed to be able to see the face of your future husband okay mm. that's kind of like part of the divination piece we'll get into that later um but then in the kind of sleepover one it's the same concept where you can either double mirror and use the bouncing reflections or just look straight into the mirror right and then yeah. you're supposed to have this like ghastly blood covered figure come at you. Yeah. But like, why would you do that? Why why did we do it? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I don't know. I don't know what you guys did, listeners, at your sleepovers, but first of all, I wasn't allowed to have many sleepovers because I'm Mexican and anyone who's not a cousin, um, Anyone who's not a cousin, first of all, we probably weren't allowed to sleep over. Second of all, if you were a friend and you had a dad or a brother, <laughs> we definitely weren't allowed to sleep over. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's like super protective, which is just That's fine. Okay. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And um, we always did like scary things. It was mm-hmm. like Ouija boards and like light as a feather, stiff as a board and like horror movies and bloody mary it was like i don't know what it is about sleepovers and wanting to like be scared i have no idea no idea what it is and we would also do that thing where we would try to stay up 24 hours did you guys ever do that oh yeah of course yeah and then i have an extremely vivid memory of i think it was probably my like last big group sleepover and i think it was in like the fifth or sixth grade we definitely played Buddy Mary. We definitely and like scared the shit out of each other. We <laughs> definitely watched The Candyman at the same mm, event. We definitely played Truth or Dare. Similar vibes. Candyman. We ended the night watching Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> That's such. That is like a time capsule. Literally. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I think we watched Titanic because the Candyman was. Because so you were. Scary. I don't know who let us watch that. Like, yeah, I don't know either. Who was who was supervising all these little girls? Because we would like the Candyman probably... is not appropriate movie for fifth grade girls. Like, no, no, it's scary. It's scary. It's very similar to Bloody Mary with the mirrors and the chanting and maybe that's why we watched it. Probably. Maybe, I still won't do maybe that the one. Parents of that household were savvy, and they were like, "Let's just scare the shit out of these kids. <laughs> let's just let them. Let's just I let them. <laughs> maybe they'll be quiet. Oh, they'll watch Titanic and maybe, be quiet, or maybe they'll go home. 
<laughs> yeah. I don't know whose idea it was to always watch scary movies, but we just did. I don't know what it is about. It's just, I think it's just fun to like it's be. Fun. Yes. It's like definitely. that podcast again. Like, yeah. it's like fun to be with your friends and just like be scared. Yes. And exactly. I think it's like a, that's why going to the movies for a scary movie is so mm-hmm. much fun. Aren't you like literally coming over to my house in like a week? Yeah. I was just going to say, <laughs> I was like telling my friends, I was like, can we, because I've, because of Too Scary Didn't Watch, I've been watching a lot of horror movies. And then I'm like, this is fun, but like, I want to be with people. Yeah. So we're all going to get tested and have a horror movie night, a light horror movie, because not everyone yeah. in our group is night as horror. comfortable. Like we're not going to watch The Conjuring. I think Angie will or die. Or like Hereditary. No. <laughs> <laughs> or like, I was like, maybe I can we sneakily classic and see. get them to watch like The Descent or something. No. <laughs> That was that, that was, was honest reaction. Right that there. would scar <laughs> our friends. Yes, no. I feel like it's fine. It's about ca- there's bats. It's, it's about friend female about friendships. <laughs> Just one scary bat that keeps going in their hair. Oh my god, they would never. Come yeah, back over we got to find some some not. I was thinking like maybe Rosemary's Baby. Like that's not. That's too where scary. I was kind of going. Like. Rosemary's Baby, maybe Damien, maybe like um, Halloween Exorcist, like something. Yeah. yeah. Even though I don't, if they haven't seen The Exorcist, it's scary. But if you've it's, seen it, it's not really scary anymore. Yeah. We'll figure it out. We'll see. Well, anyways, this is not a, this is me and you. <laughs> yeah. You guys want to hear us plan our movie day? Because <laughs> it's going to be fun. I'm going to come over. You know, yeah. It already happened. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Right now. Okay, so anywho, and back, <laughs> let's okay, rewind. So, um, if this whole ritual is performed accordingly, um, Bloody Mary is supposed to appear in the mirror or physically um, mm. be present and scratch your face, be released from the afterlife, and haunt you forever. <laughs> Um, other versions of the story <laughs> say that your mirror might drip with blood, your hair might turn white, or you might disappear mm. without a trace. So, I mean, I why know. did we do it? I ever heard that last one. <laughs> I always heard she would just appear in the mirror. Yeah. Um, and I think I heard the one about her like being outside the mirror and like trying to kill you. Well, there was well, we were like, like nine. Yeah. So there's we we were invincible. I think it's like prime season one supernatural with the winchester brothers um where i think it's season one is it season one with the bloody mary episode i'm pretty sure know. yeah i think it's season they did one. a lot of those like urban legends in the yeah, first season did. which man that show is gold but um yeah so and i know there's been like a couple like B horror movies and things like that with Bloody Mary that never kind of like picked up. There's not like a yeah big like Bloody Mary movie. There's also a lot of like uh, similar tropes of mm-hmm. um, haunted mirrors, things coming out of the mirrors, mm. like things like that. You know, like Oculus. Yeah, like the physical it's presence like the ring. coming out. Yeah, the ring. Oh, we can watch the ring. Anyways, I just want, I think it, I think I don't know if that's too much. <laughs> um, that's the thing we have to like 
to us it's not scary because like we watch scary movies all the time yes so we have to think like a, what would a normal person think is scary that's very true <laughs> we're like desensitized that's true that's yeah. true okay so just keeping going um now I will talk about it more, but the actual act of divination that this is using mirrors is catoptrimacy. Catoptrimacy. You you guys know mm-hmm. I'm a teacher who mm-hmm. can't pronounce anything. But um and this is mirror divination, basically, mm-hmm. which is it's very interesting. And I will get into that a little bit more. But first, let's talk about the um women who could possibly be this Mary. Okay, let's talk about it. Interesting. So there's kind of like three main um, ladies and then uh, a a Japanese connection. Okay, so Mm. let's talk about the first one. Mary Tudor. Okay. Uh, She's Mary the First of England. She's the daughter of Henry the Eighth. He's the one that was chopping off all Mm. the ladies' heads because they weren't giving him sons. And then he wanted a divorce, so he killed Anne Boleyn, like that Henry VIII. Mm -hmm. And then that's why divorce is a thing in the church, because of this Mm -hmm. guy, because he's a douche. Did um, he, like, make his own church? He made his own church in order to divorce, yes. (laughs) Because chopping off heads was not getting him anywhere. This girl had a horrible upbringing, right? She was supposed to be a boy. Dad probably hated her. I don't know. I wasn't there. But basically... (laughs) Um, she is uh, the Queen of England. She eventually will be replaced by Queen Elizabeth. Um, that's her daughter. And mm. so, uh, what's happening at this point is a lot of shuffling in the church. Okay, when a king or a queen are at the throne, whatever religion they prefer or they practice is the religion mm-hmm. of the country right and so when she takes the throne um there's a lot of upheaval with the protestant church and so what she does is just murders a lot of protestants um (laughs) that'll solve it (laughs) like i think it was like 208 yeah 280 protestants burned at the stake (gasps) giving her the nickname bloody mary she I, and I mean, she didn't have the best role model, like with her dad, like killing people. True. Um, and I mean, this isn't something that was like super uncommon in like royalty, which is unfortunate. But yeah. basically, what she wanted to do was restore the Catholic Church um, because of everything that her dad did. Um, she didn't acknowledge their divorce with her mom, Anne. And um, when her mom was executed, um, and her dad remarried Henry, the king, remarried Jane Seymour. She kind of like finally gave in um, because she it was basically at the point where she kind of knew she was going to be queen and kind of unless this like miracle happened. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, she just like let everything drop until she became queen. And then when she became queen, she was like, no, we're stopping all this <laughs> nonsense. We're going back to Catholicism. And the Protestants who were already like gaining power, you know, yeah, were like, no, let they didn't no. like it. Um, they didn't like it, so she murdered them, two hundred and eighty of them, burned. At what the else state. is a queen to do? I know. Um, 
But I mean, she did some other good thing, like the other things that were good. She like did financial reform, set out exploration, um, naval expansion. Now these are things good for her country. These things are going to actually end up being bad for everyone else, including like Native Americans and Aboriginals yeah. in Australia. Um, but that's how she got her name. And she's going to die at the age of 42. Wow. Yeah. Is that average for the time? Uh, kind of. She had cancer. They think she ended up, she had cancer. Mm. Um, well, they say it was either cancer or the flu. So, I mean, it could go either way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The other person um, is Mary Worth. And Mary Worth is one of the innocents who were um, murdered mm-hmm. at the Salem Witch Trials. Yeah. And there's not a lot of information on her. And I kind of feel like this one's reaching a bit. Okay. Um, like the Bloody Mary myth was there and they were like, oh, hey, um, there's this woman named Mary who was like <laughs> yeah. murdered. In Could Salem. also apply. Yeah, but I think there was a couple other Marys, so, mm, you know, that's just that one. <laughs> the other one who I think would be most likely, and this is kind of like one of the predominant theories, even though the number one theory is um, Mary Tudor, which doesn't make sense to me because that was in like the 15, well, this one's old too, but I'll stop rambling. Elizabeth <laughs> Bathory. <clears throat> oh, yes. Yeah, so also known as the Queen of Blood. I mean, if you know anything about history or vampires or yeah. history, you know about Elizabeth Bathory. So Elizabeth Bathory was the Countess of Bath in Hungary. Uh, and she's actually the Guinness World Record as the most prolific female murderer. Mm-hmm. Um, even though her numbers are kind of unknown, right? We just have... Yeah. Theories. Um, it was herself and a, four others, like her, like a little inner circle, right? And they would um, kidnap, torture, kill hundreds of girls and women uh, between 1590 and 1610. Mm. Um, the highest number that people have estimated based off of um, reports of people in her. Uh, home as well as um, just missing numbers would be 650 which is a lot a tremendous amount um i guess there was exhausting (laughs) it really does and uh it was just she would bathe in the blood to retain her youth so that was kind of like the thing but i'm Mm -hmm. sure that was like only one part of it if like that many was going down you know yeah um, especially because she, she had mean, to like enjoy it to a certain extent yeah oh i think fully fully uh so um she does end up being um arrested tried and imprisoned in 1610 um which is in modern day slovakia and um there were i guess like 300 witnesses at her trial um, and there was physical evidence, like obviously, like they went into her home and they found just horrific things, right? Yeah. Uh, so it wasn't a matter of 
was this happening it was it was like yes everyone literally saw it with their own eyes you know yeah um 650 yeah so she was given the name the blood countess or countess dracula which Mm. is that was more modern but so those three women um are said to maybe be the model of bloody mary yeah what so i don't know if you've if you're going to get to this but where does the baby part come in i don't know don't ask me Oh, I was wondering if it had something to do with like maybe a sort of, sort of crossover with like La Llorona, like with the her she lost oh, her children. Maybe. maybe it's like a blending. Yeah. Um, but that one, she like she killed her own kids. But you know, like yeah, it could no, be. it just says uh, the possible chance include Bloody Mary, um, or I killed your baby, Bloody Mary. Hmm. Because I always heard it was about like a baby. I never she knew was, the like, baby part until that one little line. Yeah, I remember hearing like that's why she like went mad, like mm-hmm. something with her baby. I've never heard about the saying you killed her baby. Like that's yeah, that's rude. Interesting. Hmm. I have no idea. If someone knows, let us know. Let us know. So um, apparently there is a modern legend of Hanako-san in Japan um, that really parallels the Bloody Mary story. And according to this legend, Hanako-san is the spirit of a young girl who haunts um, school bathrooms. Mm -hmm. And uh, she can be described as a yokai or a yori, which is just a type of ghost. Uh, The details of her... um, what she looks like it differs depending on who's telling the story. Um, but most commonly she is, um, she has like a bobbed haircut. She's wearing a red skirt or dress. And a lot of people don't know like where it came from. Like if mm-hmm. people just heard the story in their travels and, the, or just like on the internet and yeah. brought it back over. Um, and so, Let's see. Uh, there's yeah, I I do remember that being a part of it of like Bloody Mary will get you in mm-hmm. the school bathroom. Yeah, yes. And school um, bathroom is scary enough on its own. It is scary enough. But some of where they say this comes from is that there's always been like a legend that um, there was a child murdered in a school bathroom, either by a stranger mm. or their parent. Um. Uh, in another version, um, trigger warning here, but in another version, she um, completed suicide in a school bathroom. And so that's where that lies, too. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And still in another version, um, it was of um, a Japanese girl who was killed in the bathroom during a World War II raid. Oh, okay. Yeah, while playing a game of hide and seek, which just kind of makes it... Mm. Um, so whichever way it runs um, (laughs) it's all scary and sad and so I don't know why we did that (laughs) how does it always like end up little kids doing these things (laughs) I I think kids are just like very susceptible and like thrill seeking children are thrill seeking well apparently um, a folklorist 
which I didn't know that was a job, and now I want it. I did. Alan Duns. You'd be very good at that job. I think it's Duns. Duns um, suggested that it's kind of an initiation ritual into mm. womanhood, and that mm, okay. um, this article says it's like this is like a Freudian take. <laughs> so, mm. but like it's an initiation into womanhood. Um, Quote, he notes that the Bloody Mary legend revolves around blood suddenly appearing and that the ritual typically takes place in a bathroom with girls who are right on the verge of puberty. Um, We've heard this before. We've heard this before with poltergeists. mm, I don't know if this is just men being men or if it's like just the power of menses and like a female <laughs> whatever but like we've heard this before yeah and so i know we've said it on here before but if you haven't heard there's a there is a theory that poltergeist is energy caused it's the, by it's the manifestation of mm-hmm, a woman the- a girl going through puberty puberty um starting and like the period the tumultuousness of all of that it's like the hormones and the blood and the Mm -hmm. energy and just those of you who have um gone through menstruation and gotten your periods know like how scary it can be and yeah embarrassing and you know yeah. A lot of big emotions. So yeah, and so it's just the accumulation, the outward energy projection of mm-hmm. all of that. And so I guess um kind of in the same vein here. Okay. I mean, I don't really get that yeah. part of it. But I don't, I don't know. I think it is a little like it is a little coming of age for sure. Yeah, I think um, the Bloody Mary part is, I don't think it has to do with, like, menstruation. No, because, <laughs> no. We don't, I don't we feel don't like really girls don't really like talk about that. <laughs> yeah. So, so that was interesting. Um, <laughs> it's such, yeah. like, a, like, a doctoral, like, view on. I know. Like, a, <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, it's interesting, but I don't think that's the case. <clears throat> I agree. So let's just really quickly take a break before we talk about the divination aspect of this whole thing. Let's do it. Hello, Sit for a Spell listeners. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? With everything going on in the world right now, James and I have been feeling the stress and have been experiencing extra anxiety. And we know a lot of you have been feeling the same way, which is why BetterHelp that's better, H-E-L-P, may be right for you. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. That's right, Jess. And did you know you can start communicating in under 48 hours? Now, BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is actual professional counseling done securely online. There's also a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available to you in your area. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get a timely and thoughtful response. Plus, you can schedule weekly or video phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. 
BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if and when you ever need to. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available, which is huge in the COVID-19 world. That is awesome. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. You can visit their website and read testimonials that are posted daily. Visit betterhelp.com slash sit for a spell. That's better H E L P and join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people are using better help that they're hiring new counselors in all 50 States. Yeah. Get on that. Mm -hmm. Get on this too. special offer for sit for a spell listeners. You get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash sit for a spell that's better h-e-l-p.com slash sit for a spell and we're back welcome back so divination using a mirror is ketoptromancy not sure if i'm pronouncing that right it's c-a-t-o-p-t-r-o-m-a-n-c-y ketoptromancy that's right and probably has like some weird pronunciation probably Um, other people call it uh eno no wait no other people call it enoptromancy e-n-o-p-t-r-o-m-a-n-c-y um but either way it's divination using a mirror and Mm. there was this cool um kind of like little history of um an ancient Roman kind of like description of this being used for the first time in writing, like someone mm-hmm. writing it down, you know, that it okay, was used. Yeah. So, um, quote, before the temple of Ceres at Patras, there was a fountain separated by the temple by a wall. And there was an oracle, very truthful, not for all events, but for the sick only. The sick person mm-hmm. let down a mirror suspended by a thread till its base touched the surface of the water, having first prayed to the goddess and offered incense. Then looking into the mirror, he saw the presage of death or recovery, according as the face appeared fresh and healthy or of a ghastly aspect. In ancient Rome, the priests who used catromancy were called speculari. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's interesting. That is interesting. So that's one of the first written down forms, which is really cool. Because that's what people want to know. Am I going to die? Am I going to die? Yeah, that's like I'm going to die. Yeah, I think that's that's why when I talk to people who don't like use tarot cards or like see mediums or psychics, they're always like, what if they tell me I'm going to (laughs) die? Yeah. You know, like (laughs) that's like the biggest thing people either do or don't want to (laughs) know. Yeah. And most of the time they're not told that anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But um, this is a very old technique. Um, The mirror sometimes was turned to the moon, like to face the moon in order to catch lunar rays. Um, and to seek answers that were thought to appear in characters of blood on the face of the reflection of the moon. Uh, this very ancient form of kind of like uh, crystal gazing because some, like, you know, you can kind of get a reflection. Yeah. And um, 
Let's see. Uh, this kind of also connects to breaking of a mirror being bad luck because mirrors were used as a divination tool. So if you mm. broke that divination tool, it was considered um, bad luck. Mirrors also historically were used um, for like uh, used in medicine, right? Mm. Uh, so again, like with healers, the using the mirror over the water was actually a common thing um, in a couple different cultural groups, uh, which is really cool. And mm. um, also before kind of like tubes and electronics, we used mirrors <laughs> to even see if you were breathing. Right, um, right. You put a mirror under the nose or the mouth to see if it would fog. Yeah. Um, which you can still use today. You definitely can. Uh, this is considered the most difficult method of divination. Um, mm. Scrying can be a lot more symbolic and very specific to the person. So um, it would be really difficult to use mirror scrying if um, you're trying to read for somebody else because it might just be specific to you. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Which makes so sense. The interpretations just are up to you, basically, and what you feel. Yeah. Um, and like any divination tool, really, if if you really tap into your intuition or you tap into whatever psychic abilities um, you know you have, which we've talked about, like I think everyone has them. It's just you have to yeah. tap into it. Yeah. Um, obviously it's going to be a better outcome, right? Like if you are right. practiced versus if you just grab a mirror one day and walk into the bathroom, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. It's cool. And it's interesting how um, the urban legend ties in with other things that we never even thought about. Cause when I was doing the research, and then it started talking about the mirror scrying. I was like, oh, my God, I never even thought about that. Like, I yeah. like I was just doing this for the urban legend and, like, didn't even know that it tied into any kind of divination. There's so many things like that. The more we do this podcast where it's mm -hmm. like we were little witches, like we were little oh, yeah. occultists. Like, yeah. we didn't – all these things that children do, but even, like, making a wish on a – birthday candle like or a shooting star like shooting star yeah mm -hmm. and it, or the wishbone you, of a yeah you close your eyes and hold your breath when you go through a tunnel like mm -hmm. it's always like all of these things that people don't realize well because are, they're just they're superstitions that have been passed down through verbal culture mm -hmm. and like which like that is witchcraft yeah <laughs> which people don't it's it's all the Don't. things that our ancestors used to do. And it's yeah. it's the practice that our ancestors used to do. Um, yeah. Which is, it's the things that get carried on. And those are the things that get turned into urban legends or the things that we take back. Um, That's that like even where the basis of like all religion comes from. Yeah. It's just mm -hmm. verbal stories. Because I can absolutely see someone who had some kind of ability doing a mirror scrying and this happening to them and mm -hmm. then they tell the story and so it gets passed on you know yeah like oh my so-and-so was scrying today and this 
like bloody woman appeared to her and then mm-hmm. so on and so on and so on you know mm-hmm. like now we have bloody it just happens and then it's like well don't do that because you're gonna see the bloody woman yeah there was this there's this like very interesting study i saw once about monkeys so it was like i don't know if i've told the story on this podcast before but these monkeys were like in a cage and there was like bananas in the middle and so the monkeys would go after it but then there would be like some sort of like shock or like a water gun or something which like shoot at them so then they started being afraid of like them so they would give them regular food but the bananas would be in the middle or Mm -hmm. something and then they started being afraid and then they started having babies and then they started like teaching their babies like don't touch that thing in the middle otherwise like something's gonna happen Mm -hmm. even though they stopped doing it yeah and so then those babies started having babies. So then the babies started teaching their babies, like, don't touch that thing in the middle. Like, something bad's going to happen. And, like, mm-hmm. it kept going for, like, generations. Even mm-hmm. though the babies of the babies had no idea, they taught their babies. It was just, like, it, they teach it's the same thing where you teach down generations. Mm-hmm. You don't even know where it comes from. But you got it from your mother who got it from her mother who got it from mm-hmm. her mother. Who knows where it starts or why. Yep. That's how we're all just monkeys. Welcome to Christianity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Who would... knows what those monkeys were telling each other? I know. Who knows? <laughs> oh my goodness. But no, that yeah. is. But that's the yeah. yeah, these things are taught. They are taught. Absolutely taught. And I just I mean, and we talk about it sometimes, like being born in the wrong era and kind of like that being linked to strong past lives and I just I don't know if I have a really strong link to a past life that that was quite long ago um Mm -hmm. but I just feel like everything's so backwards here like everything you know and I've talked about this before about my practice being very earth grounded um and with science base kind of behind it, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I mean can be a little odd, I guess, when you think about it. But then at not the same time, because I mean we we worship crystals. Science is working. But anyways, with- um, you know, if you're listening, mm-hmm. you know, you know, what yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. If you're listening to this podcast, but it, I just feel like things are backwards, and like this kind of just like highlights that a little bit. How things just change and evolve and we start to think one way about something and it just becomes a fun scary story when people used to actually use that as a daily practice I think that I think you see this a lot with this is going to seem like out of left field with Gen Z and Mm. with the internet and like TikTok and things Mm -hmm. how quickly Gen Z has been kind of like going through the trends. Oh, so fast. Like recycling like trends. Week. And it's like it's it's like sped up, you know? It's like mm-hmm. everything is sped up. Everything yes. is now and instant and like the next thing. And we talked about this a little with like um Megan Elisa, like the get more followers, get more likes, get more mm-hmm. it's like so fast. Everything has to be like instant gratification. And it does seem, it's overwhelming. I feel like people aren't designed for this. They're not designed for like so, like all all the information all at once and being connected to everyone all at once, Mm -hmm. all the time. 
and uh, that's why social media can be very exhausting can mm-hmm. be very um not great for your mental health <laughs> yeah not and i think and it's good i think because some again gen z i think is realizing that a lot earlier than we did mm-hmm. which is great um but it's still everything moves so fast everything yeah, it does and um yeah that's just the opposite of how things used to work before yeah yeah <laughs> Sorry to get deep on y'all in the Bloody Mary episode. <laughs> you know, you know we love a tangent. <laughs> but yeah, and I'm I'm sitting and I won't do it. But I'm like sitting here with just like wanting to like the word vomit like church stuff, but I'm not going to. Um <laughs> cuz I've done it enough, but yeah. It was just interesting. And it makes, I don't know, the whole, that's like, I, for some reason got like really sad about like the Bloody Mary thing, just because like, it's sad. You don't want to do that. And like the yeah. history behind it. And like, I think at the same time, when you, you think about the women that you're supposed to be seeing, like you, you, if it's the, the, the witch who wasn't really a witch, or if it was the, mm-hmm. the, the female serial killer or if it was the the woman queen who was murdering another religion like yeah i when you think about it really deeply and you i mean even at the surface level kind of that's who you're supposed to be scared of like no matter even though those women well even though tudor and bathory weren't awesome women like you're supposed to it, be like scared. Like, like, look at this powerful woman who did this thing. Yes. Be scared but of in, her. When in those two cases, like Tudor, she was like you said, she was supposed to be born a boy. Mm-hmm. She knew her father didn't want her. Mm-hmm. She was probably, you know, I'm sure she lived in the the lap of luxury, but emotionally probably not given what she needed so she turned around and like hurt a lot of people which is not great and it's not an excuse no but she was hurt and so she hurt other people yeah well and and to her it was just it was words you know yeah it was a a command she didn't see it she didn't see it and then the that's not an excuse but i'm just elizabeth bathory she's like i have to remain young and beautiful like I have to be, yeah. that was like her most mm-hmm. important thing. I have to be young. I have to be beautiful. Yes. And why? Because that's what society dem- yes. demands of women. Yes, exactly. And she turned around and committed horrible acts because of it. Yes. And again, not not excusing her. She did horrible things. She's not a person to look up to. It's just, yes. yeah. And then you turn around and, and go, look at what monsters these women are. Yeah. When they were turned into monsters by their upbringing. And like, yeah poor mary worth brought into it god damn it leave her alone yeah she's totally an innocent <laughs> she's literally innocent and yeah her neighbor probably just got pissed off and was like oh, our chickens are too loud or something so <laughs> like yeah but when you think about it that way too it's very it's disappointing and it's like disheartening that like when you do this bloody mary thing and you're supposed to look in the mirror and you're supposed to see this horrible woman and it was these like historical figures like a countess and a queen and a witch mm-hmm. you know and i think we're just too feminist for this but <laughs> <laughs> well these are the things you don't think about when you're nine usually no and i think the more 
I don't know about you all. Because I the mean, more- if I saw Mary Tudor in the mirror, I'd be like, hey. Like, listen. Li- good on you. <laughs> Not for Let's killing talk. the people, but. Let's talk about this. <laughs> like, you were a freaking queen, man. And also, I think a lot of, especially then, even now, you can't be in a, that position of power and have your hands clean. Like you no, just can't. No. Man or woman. Again, just, not excusing their behavior. But no. I mean, there's a lot of mental illness happening with these women. And it, I mean, that's the other thing. It's like, well, I'm, I want to, like, let me see, I'm, like, someone else in the mirror. Let me see Ruth Bader Ginsburg in the mirror. <laughs> She, you know she's pissed <laughs> <laughs> well what what i was gonna say was as i get older sorry. I just, that was so dumb i just had like this image of like um politicians going into the bathrooms and like lights turning <laughs> off and then like ruth appearing in the mirror rbg like don't you dare like <laughs> Some of them need it. Oh. Some of them need a good scolding by ghosts. That happened. Half of them would have a heart attack. Um, well, as I get older, these sort of like urban legends of like women, scary witches and like Medusa and things. I'm like, mm-hmm. are we really like, is she a monster? Or, or does she just have power? Yeah. Or will you just not leave her alone? Yeah. You know, or was she a monster, or did you create her to be a monster? Like, mm. yeah, now did you start out that way, dealing with your consequences. Yeah, and now all of a sudden she's a monster. Yeah, some or, women are monsters. Some women are monsters. Absolutely, that's true. Some women are. Most, some people in general are monsters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll just say that. Mm-hmm. And women, everyone. Hmm. But um, but yeah, we got our see we we because we had a re-release last week. We haven't talked to each other because we've been so busy in a couple <laughs> weeks. So this is what happens when what happened? like, we just rant and ramble and <laughs> just yeah, go off. We do, but it's okay. We'll leave you good. with those thoughts. And yeah, let us know your bloody Mary stories. Sorry if you are now angry as well. Yeah, <laughs> that's been happening the last few episodes. I think been happening. <laughs> Um, I'm getting angry. There's a lot to be angry about. I mean, you make women stay in their homes long enough, they're going to start digging into things and figuring out what the hell's going on. Mm-hmm. You know? Give them access to all the information on on the web. This is what happens. God damn it. It's going to blow but up in their faces. That's good. That's good. It I'm is. glad to know. I'm glad I know because I had no idea. And I don't know where the baby thing comes from. I probably missed it. Who knows? I don't know. If you know, like I said, let us know. DM us. Yeah. And also, if, like, this is a woman who's, like, mourning her baby, like, don't taunt her. her. her Don't taunt her. Please don't. Please don't. I don't know if people do Bloody Mary anymore. I'll ask my niece. I don't know. I don't. I do have a niece. She's, (laughs) She's 12. I can ask her. I'm going to ask her. Ask your nieces. Ask your nephews. Yeah. Ask your nephews if they do Bloody Mary, if they do something else. If you did Bloody Mary or something else, let us know. If you have like, if you saw Bloody Mary, let mm. us know. Might not yeah. have been them. Or maybe like. Someone might have been trying to talk to you. Whenever, whatever Let's part of the it. world you live in, like if your <sighs> culture does something different, like but we want to know yeah, all of it. Know. 
We want to know. DM us at Sit for a Spell Pod on mm-hmm. Instagram or email us at Sit for a Spell Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on TikTok. It's very, it's a little baby. TikTok. We're TikTokers now. We have like 60 followers. Yeah. We're like, <laughs> we're micro influencers. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> That's the real thing. Uh, I feel so old on TikTok. Yeah. It's okay. We're doing our best. We're doing our best. We're doing our best. And um, we thank you all for listening. Thank you so much. Please continue to wear your masks if that is something you, well, just do it anyway. Just do it. Just do it. Please be safe. Use hand sanitizer. Wash your hands. If you're going to be around family, just go get a quick test. They're real fast these days. Um, Get vaccinated. Get vaccinated if you haven't done so already. And you know what? Just have a fantastic day. Just be good. Be excellent to each other. Yeah. Be nice. Yeah. And um, we love you. Thanks love for you. listening. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sit for a Spell. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And follow us on all social media at Sit for a Spell Pod. If you have anything you would like us to discuss or want to share your own practices, please email us at sitforaspellpod at gmail.com. Until next time, blessed be. be.